0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to Girls Gone Hallmark, a bonus episode of Long Story Short, the podcast. I'm Megan. I'm Wendy. And today we are discussing Roadhouse Romance, the first in six movies of Hallmark's Fall Harvest series. Wendy. Yo. Do you have a synopsis? No, I don't. Hang on. (laughs) I don't have my computer in front of me. Okay. Are you ready? Roadhouse Romance. Country music fan Callie is determined to continue her late grandfather's legacy. That's a terrible synopsis of this movie. Hmm. Right? I'm going to pull up IMDb because they're going to have a different one that I'm sure is going to be more satisfactory. Here we go. When Callie returns home, she finds her hometown has changed. Her first love has a new girl and her family's barbecue restaurant has hit hard times. She clashes with a marooned big shot director who might hold the key to saving the restaurant. What a different synopsis compared to the other one. <laughs> okay, let's hop into news and notes about Roadhouse Romance. And I got a lot of them. Oh, okay. Why don't you hop right in? Well, filmed in Vancouver, as we know. Naturally. Yeah, was supposed to take place in an. Tennessee. Yeah. I never said Nashville, but it did mention Franklin uh-huh. in the movie, which I've been to actually. As has my husband. He wants to move there. It's a cute town. It is a cute town. It's a really cute town. Of course it stars Tyler Hines. You know we love Tyler Hines. Easily top 3. He's my number 1, I think, Hallmark guy. But we love him. His hair is still a seventh wonder of the world for me. I really don't understand. I just, I need to get up and close and personal with it and run my fingers through it. I just need to see. It's got a lot of like Eddie Munster vibes to me. He has a strong hairline. Right. But then I was, I mean, you should have saw me. I was trying to like zoom in on the TV. (laughs) Like I'm trying, it looked like it was almost like powder- build i think that's his hair i think that's his hair because that that's how it always looks it would be know. a real commitment to that i think that's his hair but you know who powdered his hair spray, sprayed on his hair hmm. is um john crier in two and a half men he oh, really sprayed his hair on yeah oh well i mean whatever i mean i do that too but i just think I, I, it's so unusual to me and looks real good at the same time. So I don't I don't know. Um he stars alongside Lauren Elena and we discussed this in previous episodes, but she is an American Idol alum. She was a runner-up on Scotty McCreary's season. I did not watch that season, but watching this movie man, I think she should have won. She's <laughs> got a she's got a voice. She's got a great voice. That was the 10th season of Idol. She also competed on season 28 of Dancing with the Stars. I watched that show. I don't remember. I have not watched a season of Dancing with the Stars. Ever? Uh, No, no, but not recently. Brian Austin Green is going to be on it this coming season? It's such a good season coming up. I'm definitely watching. I can't recall if they have announced who the partners are. Like, who's paired up with... I think that they might actually do that on the premiere episode of who's partnered with whom. Mm -hmm. But... Brian Austin Green is on it this season and we all know him as David Silver from mm-hmm. 90210. Well, his real life girlfriend is Sharna, who is one of the dancers from Dancing with the Stars. And it would behoove me to think that they paired them. Are paired together, right? Yeah. Because I, because of COVID protocols, they are not like couples who are actual real life, let's say like dancing couples. If they're married, they can't be together for the six weeks that they compete. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it would be sense that Sharna and Brian would be together. Anyway, I'm excited for the season because I'm such a 90210 homer. I know I've seen the lineup and I cannot think of a single other person, but I do know uh, that I remember thinking it was a good lineup. And there's lots of actual dancers. Jojo Siwa yes. is one of them who will be dancing with the same sex partner, which is
1: very cool yeah. yeah
0: there was some blowback because they were like uh jojo Siwa of dance moms like she's an actual she's an dancer. actual dancer with dance um training the yeah. show is not an actual competition it's a PR event for yeah. these people Olivia jade hello yes <laughs> so i'm okay with jojo siwa and just because she has dance ability doesn't necessarily mean she's going to be a great ballroom dancer Totally agree because if you recall erica jane people were super excited when she was going to be on it because you know pat the puss whatever <laughs> nonsense pretty mess she was in thought they thought she was a dancer and she is not a ballroom dancer So I loved this anecdote from Lauren Elena, who really did this movie as kind of a tribute to her family. She says when she goes home from the holidays she visits her cousin and her aunt and they lay in bed and watch Hallmark movies together and she was able to share this movie with them. I like it when these actors have a personal connection to the Hallmark movie and they're excited to be there. It's not like a they're not lowering themselves to be in a Hallmark movie. They're excited right. to, you know, they're excited to be there. Right. Now, I think I read it. it was her first Hallmark movie. Yeah. She was in another movie called Road Less Traveled. but And I assumed that was a Hallmark movie. But then I had read that this was her first. Well, listen to this note. This is one that you probably are not familiar with. But the actress who played Willa, Willa was the aunt. Yeah. The brunette. She was played by Sarah Edmondson. Now, I knew I recognized her when I watched this movie. Uh-huh. I was like, where do I know her face from? Is she in another movie that I saw this year? And I where can't place her, can't place her. No, I saw a ton of her somewhere. She was a major player in the documentary that blew open the MLM cult Nexium. Oh, I haven't seen that. There are two of them, aren't there? There are two of them, but she is uh, front and center in one of them, and it's called The Vow, and that was the one that was on HBO. Oh, I might need to watch that. Yeah. It's a reenactment that she is in, or was she in the cult? She was in the cult. Oh. Her and her husband both. Oh, I need to watch this now. Yeah. And it was... It's... It's very in depth. It's how many did I say oh nine episode series. Yeah. It's it's a lot. So that's where I recognized her from. She is a, an actress who got involved in that Nexium cult. Anyway. Yeah. Who is now out of it. Another fun note about Lauren Elena is that her father was an army veteran. So she plays a soldier. She's a lieutenant in the army. And so for her, it was this movie came out on the 20th anniversary of 9-11. Her father was an army vet. And then she said, I called my dad the day I put the uniform on. And he cried like a baby on FaceTime. And then she says, well, he cried. And then he said, fix your hat. (laughs) So that's a quote from SouthernLiving.com, which I I like that. I like that tie in. And I, I think that was fun. What was your first impression of this movie? I really liked this movie. I thought this was a great kickoff. Couple, you know, look, I love Tyler Hines. I loved Lauren Elena. She could not be cuter. She needs to be a Christmas headliner, in my opinion. I liked the fall vibes. And I you know, my husband is finally watching now. Now that it's fall, he's watching with me, so it made the experience watching more fun. But man, this was a win for me. I agree. I thought it was a solid start to the fall harvest. Yeah, loved it. Well, I didn't. I didn't love it. Ten out of ten. I liked it a lot. Yeah, I yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what did you like about it? Okay, look at the look at these notes here, man. I'm impressed. A full page here. I really enjoyed Lauren Elena as an actress. Uh-huh, I liked her laid back Southern way. Yeah. Um, I thought it felt very authentic uh-huh. and, um, it was just a really nice, like juxtaposition compared to Luke's girlfriend, Jillian, who was like this, like high strung Hollywood actress. Yeah. So yeah, I liked that. I liked it a lot. I loved her. She honestly could not be cuter. I, um, I, I loved her relationship with her mom and her aunt. That felt really real to me. I liked how, you know, her mom and her aunt like antagonize each other a little bit. But there was a lot of love there. I liked the incorporation of the singing. Me too. And sometimes I fast forward through that, but shh, not like in a movie. Sometimes oh, not, if they're, not this movie. Not in this movie. But sometimes if they're singing in the movie, I'm not really like, I don't really want to. I'm not here for that. I watched all of it. I thought her voice was great. I loved the Alison Krauss song at the end. Oh you say God, it best. One of my favorite songs ever. Yes. So, and they, di- they didn't drag the songs on too long. It wasn't mm-hmm. like a time filler. It moved the story forward. Um. And she can actually sing, although I don't think she was actually singing in all of those scenes. Like oh, they, It's I don't pre-recorded. Mean, but, I didn't watch that closely to her. But I, I am glad that she got to sing. But it wasn't like her singing was her only contribution to this movie. I thought she was a great actress. I had read that she got to sing two of her own songs in this movie. She didn't write them for the movie, but she got to sing two of her own songs. She what? sings three times. She sings she sings the Alison Krauss song and then the other two must, must be, be hers. hers. And there's one point where like the lady who, the actress who played her mom is like singing along and I was like Thats real cute. Yeah. Like I didn't know at that point that 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 was one of Lauren Elena's songs, but did that lady like learn the song or know of the song already? Well, and they probably had to play it several times to get the take and well, oh, true. I think it was the Run song. It was called Run, maybe. I think it was the first one she sang. Yeah, maybe she learned it ahead of time. But it was funny. It was like, here she is behind the bar. Now come on up and sing. And like, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. I I like that. I loved the music and the singing. I loved the fall festival vibes of yeah. everything. I have been saying it for weeks. that I was like, I need a fall festival Yeah. in my own neighborhood. I would love to Hopefully. go to like... A barbecue place and have like, I mean, that's stuff you get in Nashville, anyways. Yeah. Like, you go out to eat and there's musicians playing there, yep. you know? Why can't I have that here in Orange County? I would like it too. I, I would to. like it too. I spy some diversity. I mean, well, they were okay. side players Joe, the boyfriend. Yeah. Jillian, the girlfriend. And the car guy, the mechanic guy. Uh-huh. I don't know his name. Uh huh. But, this is a fine line I'm going to walk here. Yeah. And I'm trying to say it in the most appropriate words. Lauren Elena did not fit this stereotypical Hallmark actress mold. I agree. And I loved it. I, me too. Me too. I was like, there is someone who looks like me and I'm here for it. Yeah. We've talked about this before that Hallmark has been taking the babiest of baby steps into diversity in their movies. But we've also talked about how diversity doesn't just come in skin color. Like, yes, we want actresses and actors of color in these movies, but there's body diversity. There's lifestyle diversity. And so, yes, I, again, I feel like this is all real baby steps into body diversity. Um, but I liked it. She, honestly, like, she, I love her. She could not have been cuter this entire movie. I was like, I... So enjoy watching her in this movie. Me too. Every time like every scene she was in she was just like smiling yes. and I was like I feel like she like loves what she's doing yes. right now like it she's felt so genuine. enjoying it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> totally. I agree. Totally. Um I really liked the story in terms that Callie was returning from deployment. It was such a nice change from like a man coming home, Uh you know? uh And like, I don't know if I've ever seen it in a Hallmark movie, like where a woman comes home from deployment. Yeah. And I just really enjoyed that. And I liked how they very lightly touched upon how life goes on when you're gone and how jarring it can be to come back. Right. And you haven't, been a part of it. You knew what was going on, but to come back and kind of assimilate into life, it's obviously tougher than a lost barbecue sauce recipe mm-hmm. for real soldiers. Right. But I I did get that feeling when she's talking to her mom in her room. She's like, "I know I was gone, but the reality that I was gone and that 2 years have passed is just hitting me." Um we have a neighbor who's currently deployed and granted not for 2 years, but I, you know, I think about that, what it must be like to leave and sacrifice so much of your life and to then come back, how hard that must be. Right. Right. Um, here's another thing I really liked. I liked that Callie and Luke were strangers. They didn't have any yes. kind of weird backstory. They didn't date in a previous life. Like two strangers meeting for the first very first time, and we were watching their relationship unfold. Yeah. That's what I liked about this movie. hmm And I also really loved the dialogue. Whoever wrote this movie had some really funny wit about them. I feel like Tyler Hines movies get those because he can handle it Mm -hmm. like he's got that like real easy comedy not Mm -hmm. like slapstick he can just deliver a line in a way that I find entertaining and I thought she was great too me too like her banter was great she was believable I believed her as Callie absolutely agree agree are you ready for what did you wish for yes I am may I start with an email sure we have an email from Michelle who says I love watching anything with Tyler Hines, but please Hallmark, you've got to do better than cheesy high school level green screens. It was painful to watch the car scenes. Yes, 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 yes. I have that in my digi-see that moment. Yeah, this was filmed in the spring. So obviously we don't have fall foliage outside the window. So my question is, in the spring, these places still would have been green because right. they do a couple shots of them just the car like a quick zoom. and they're outside and it's beautiful and green but you don't get the changing of the leaves would you have preferred real shots of them driving through green areas that don't have the changing of the leaves or this attempt to stay true to the actual season with the green screen colors i don't need to be hit over the head with fall foliage yeah because it's distracting right it's- when they were driving, that's all I saw. Same it was like a blur of red and orange. I have and no green. idea what they it, talked about in the car. I wrote, ever the terrible production. Whenever they drove, was awful. Yeah, and even when they walk down to that grove of trees, that's a green screen. The absolute terrible fall foliage. Am I saying that foliage? foliage. <laughs> you and my husband both say foliage. Foliage. <laughs> After Luke and Kelly stop, uh-huh. like it was awful. And there's, when they do the up-close shot, you can tell, my husband's like, they put like one little orange tree in the background and the rest of it, like (laughs) it was was rough stuff there. That was bad. That was bad. So thank you, Michelle, for... Yeah, I think those driving scenes really could have done without it because they do a good job. The town is decked out. The bar is decked out. The mechanic shop is decked out. I think we could have just... it would have been okay yeah right Right. what did you wish for um a slightly quicker pace to the story I thought it unfolded a little too slowly for me Uh um at first it was about like the barbecue sauce and then it was about like the car breaking down or their whatever and then about the recipe and then about Tucker's Possibly going out of business. So it was like, yeah. eh, where are we going with this? I don't find that the premise for Luke to stay in town holds up. Because his car won't start. His car needs a part. This is not like with Jingle Bell Bride where they're stuck someplace and they can't fly out. (laughs) Because at one point, Jill drives there. So if she can drive to him... He can drive to her. There are no rental cars in Tennessee. There are no Ubers. Uh, He didn't need to stay Uh because she makes the point like, why didn't you just ship the car to California? These are... Pe- you know he goes to his beautiful home with a pool he clearly has the means to make these things happen yeah. so he didn't need to be stuck in town could we have manufactured a better reason yeah for them to stay in town i'm sure they could have like we're researching a show yeah that would have been better right, right? yeah because yeah. why do you and your agent both need to stick around waiting for this car to get fixed yeah you don't totally totally Um, I hated Joe, the ex-boyfriend. Me too. I was like, you're a P-R-I-C-K. But that's by design. I know. Because I Yeah, because I understand. But I was like, you're so douchey. Like this Mm -hmm. douchey doctor. Like you're such a. Jerk, I hated him. And we've seen movies where they have had exes get back together and realize they're not right for each other and they don't have to be douchey. But even when they're realizing that it's not going well and he's still trying to turn Callie against Luke. Right. Luke's making fun of us. (laughs) uh, Yeah, I didn't like him either. I I did not like him either. Um, I have read some reviews. Okay there it's polar opposites Mm -hmm. people say Tyler Hines and Lauren Elena had tons of chemistry and then on the other end people say terrible chemistry what do you think I do wish there was more chemistry well that's funny I thought they had great chemistry (laughs) I thought they had great banter Uh and at one point I thought are they going to, is this going to, are they going to end up just friends? Like, oh, I thought they have no. such a, they had a flirtation yeah. that you would see like in the workplace in between two coworkers. Oh. You but know? do you think that's because she was, you know, he was in a relationship up until the last scene? Well, that's what I have down here. I wanted to ask you, what did you think about that? that he had this girlfriend how do you feel about that kind of narrative of like he's connected with somebody but then here comes this other hot piece like what a you know is that problematic so i am always against the like any sort of even implied infidelity Mm -hmm. um do i think he would actually unfaithful no Do I think you should maybe feel bad for, obviously, he clearly had feelings for Callie Uh while he was with Jillian. Yeah, I think that's complicated. So the answer is, I do think it's problematic. I do think it's, now, I didn't like Jillian. i I wasn't rooting for her i knew from the very beginning they were not going to end up together and they wanted different things but i don't love when one relationship develops while another relationship is still active Mm -hmm. well i to me he didn't even seem that into jillian either yeah like he was like here i bought you a brand brand new retro car cool car but i don't really like you Yeah. And even like her first comment to him about the car is like, why didn't you ship it? And you can already tell like he's annoyed. They don't want the same things. They don't live the same way. You know, she wants him to do this Island Girl movie and he thinks it's terrible, et cetera, et cetera. Right. All right. What else did you wish for? That's all I wished for. Time for Did You See That? Did you see Tyler Hines aggressively white earbuds? no i didn't even notice them he's wearing earbuds twice and you're telling me dude doesn't have a set of airpods on set because they're like have a real thick white cord they're very generic they were distracting i didn't even notice that happens twice no did you uh happen to notice his glasses always hanging on his shirt never on his face never noticed always on a shirt like you know he's like the director producer guy who's always got to take his glasses out to read a script or something always hanging on a shirt that's funny yeah at one point uh when he has the car accident with Callie she's like you came flying in here and then later on I believe it's the boyfriend who says like oh you're the one who hit Callie yeah and he says hit flying a lot of adjectives flying around here those are verbs jackass (laughs) 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 <laughs> I <didn't know> that. <laughs> where is the continuity person on this on this production team hello writers <laughs> those are verbs are there, wouldn't there be somebody to check that i mean that's hilarious hilarious okay there was one scene where the dog who was so cute and named George Jones. which Yes, I think was George Jones. But, like, I think the dog pooped or something. And he brought in, like, a bag of poop and gives it to Callie across the bar. He's like, here, I have a gift from your dog. <laughs> and she's that. like, thanks. And they're, like, talking. And she's, like, holding it on the bar, right? And then he's like, can I have a cup of coffee? She's like, sure. And then she goes and makes a cup of coffee, like – doesn't wash her hands. Ugh. Nothing. I was like, gross. 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 Uh, no dogs in the restaurant kitchen, please. And he oh. like jumps up and puts his paws on the stove. That's very dangerous. That's yeah, gross. Yeah. Um. When Dan and Willa go on a hike, Dan wears jeans and a tucked in shirt. I mean, that's what I would wear. <laughs> so uncomfortable. <laughs> I mean, they did set the scene that he's not a hiker, so... Obviously, he did not come with his joggers. Yeah, they were but... passing through, man. They were passing through. Yeah. And the Dan and Willa, like, side story was not needed. No, but I liked Dan. No, I thought he was Stan or Dan. I wrote Dan. Okay. I liked him. I thought he was funny. Um, I just, they don't need that rando, off-topic side story of opening whatever. Like, I don't know. What did they talk about? Did they open a bakery? What? They were talking about opening some bakery. I don't remember that LA. at all. I just like their relationship. I don't remember that at all. That's all right. funny. Um, when Jillian is getting her surprise, she hands her phone to Luke and she's yes. like, shoot from above. And then he's like three steps below and yeah. shooting up at her. I was like, oh, way to take direction, yeah. Luke. Um, also, did you notice that Jillian's movie was Fall Harvest? I did. I thought that was so funny because it was on the their her truck or whatever. Yeah. Her car ride yeah i thought that was kind of a like a, a wink and a nod yeah and i also was like is she starring in one of the other fall harvest oh movies? wouldn't like, that w- be hilarious i looked but she's not but I- oh bummer yeah bummer um that. oh my last did you see that It's really just an issue with the movie, and that is that a shoebox is a terrible place to leave the one and only copy of your famous barbecue sauce recipe. Well, that's where she'd find it, though. But how did he know she was going to go back to her shoebox of memories from her old boyfriend? Yeah, I don't know. That could have laid dormant for years. For sure. I would have thrown that crap out, like, eventually. Those. It was weird. There was a part where they're like, oh, this is store bought barbecue sauce. But then on the table they were putting bottled Tucker sauce. And I was like super confused. Like they still have bottles of the Tucker sauce, but when if you order a meal that's not the sauce you're getting. I mean these are minutia details that is minutia the right word? I think you mean minute details. That's or- it. These are stupid details that I noticed but I just thought the barbecue sauce storyline was weird I hear you all right also I don't believe you that in a restaurant nobody ever knew the recipe give me a break grandpa made this recipe for it ever no no all right <laughs> what would you rate this movie I gave it three stars I gave it three stars also I didn't think it was bad I actually had started it and kind of like got sucked into my phone. And then I was like, wait a minute, I kind of like this. And so I started it from the beginning again and rewatched it. (laughs) I enjoyed it. I can't get the Hallmark app to load for the life of me to tell you what the name of the movie is next week. I'm going to tell you right now, first of all, first of all, did you notice the previews at all? No, you didn't see any commercials, did you? I noticed Fernando does not have no, 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 quite no, no, the no. accent. Not him. Not him. Oh. It's the next movie. Oh, no, I didn't see previews for the next one. Hold movie. on a second. It's Taking the Reins. A writer discovers what ended her marriage and why she stopped riding horses. But it premiered. No, I'm sorry. It stars an actor named Scott Porter. Do you know who that is? Friday Night Lights? Jason Street. Yeah. <laughs> put some hotties in a hallmark movie i'm all over it yeah i love him i follow him on instagram he was in that georgia and i don't remember the name of it but it was on netflix georgia Ginny and georgia Ginny and georgia i really liked him in that i'm into it he was in that show that you liked that's helpful (laughs) dixie something or other dixie heart of dixie Oh, yeah, he was in that (laughs) show. I loved Heart of Dixie. I'm telling you, I'm super excited. When the commercial came on screen, I went, what? (laughs) If if you're a Hallmark movie watcher, just a side note, you would love Heart of Dixie. Great CW show. I mean, like, if you're a prude Hallmark movie watcher who thinks, like, sometimes the kisses are too extreme, don't watch it. Because it's, like, it's CW. It's not you know cinemax but it's more extreme than hallmark great show i would re-watch the entire thing such a soothing nice show to watch all right all right guys um i'm all in on fall harvest man i'm excited but what is the name of next week's movie oh i'm sorry <laughs> starring juan pablo de pace it is called uh, <laughs> raise a glass to love and here we go again with the song titles, Raise a Glass to Freedom. <laughs> Are they just ripping off names? What other movie songs? song title did we have? On the Wings of <laughs> Yes, but that's not That's not what it was called either. It was called On Journey the Winnie- of My Heart, but originally titled On the the wings of eagles or something like that okay (laughs) sorry (laughs) if you haven't listened to last week's episode wendy gives a musical rendition of the song that uh she was reminded of so next week we'll have hamilton so (laughs) (laughs) stay tuned guys all right thank you for joining us for this bonus episode of the podcast As always, we have our regular Tuesday episodes. This week, we talked boundaries. Are you good at setting them? We're not. We talked about that. We'll be back next week with a brand new Tuesday episode, as well as discussing Raise a Glass to Love, starring Fernando from Fuller House. All right, guys, join us. Have a great week. Goodbye. Bye. On the wings of love.